Hello, everybody. Today we're back with, I guess it's technically an o- in bonus episode, but I don't know if they qualify as bonus episodes at this point. <laughs> you know, but it's just this like another. This feels like our regular episodes, and when we talk about a book, it's a bonus episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So this <laughs> is like, it's just not like an actual, like, we're not going to spend an entire time talking about one book, but we're going to talk about mo- multiple books. So one of our biggest. Not obsession, but like when our one of our favorite people that we love to watch that talks about books is Steph Bower because she's literally like our ideal person. Like she's obsessed with Taylor Swift and Harry Styles. She loves reading. She's like a and her outfit. She's so pretty. So good. She's yeah, so pretty. every time every time I see her Instagram, I'm like I want to be. I love you. her. I love her so much. And then also she's obsessed with Avatar, which is our newest obsession oh, too. She? Yeah, I know she's obsessed. Like she's a part Harry, of the Jake Sully fan club, which you uh, know, too, too you queen. know if you know as she should. Oh my gosh, the people who get Avatar and like how amazing Jake Sully and like oh my gosh, the actors like Jamie Flatters. Oh. How you seen him? The guy who plays Natam. Go search him up. He is actually gorgeous. Wait, what's his name? Uh, Jamie Flatters, I think. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Um, I mean, he's there. I think the dude that plays Loak is oh. cuter. Loak. Really? I think Jamie Flatters is so cute. I don't know. Have you seen him in interviews? He's literally majestic. <laughs> His voice is so nice, too. I hated Loak. Sorry. Really? He was... Yeah. He was there. Yeah, Yeah. he annoyed me a lot. Okay, but the... His love interest is so fine. I know. period. I thought it was... What's her name? Bailey Bass? I thought it was... Hallie Bailey? Yeah, yeah. She it's looked Bailey, like her. It's Bailey Bass. Oh my gosh, she's oh. so pretty. But like, Nateam was always, he was like, I loved him. He deserved more screen time because he was literally like the ideal, like, oh, oldest son who had all the pressures like going against him. But, and he was trying to like make sure that he wasn't disappointing his father. Like, so good. Yeah, but he was, so he was just like to set up the, the arc for Loak. Like, he wasn't. I know, I know. He was just such a side character, and it's so sad. But we should do a whole cried. episode on Avatar. I know we could. Literally, we did Avatar, or was it yeah. Atla? Yeah, after the last Airbender. And then we're gonna do Avatar, the Blue People. Yeah, Blue People Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so recently Steph Bower posted this book tag video where she had a bunch of questions. And then we ha- there's, like, a book that you can associate with it. And so it's, like, a lot of, like, book recommendations in one where you can talk about your favorite books. And I feel like that's so fun. So we decided to steal it. And we took all the questions yeah. that she mm-hmm. had. And we are going to answer them with our own personal answers. Mm-hmm. And so you're getting a lot of book recommendations in one with this video. So. Yeah, it's, like, going to be kind of similar to, like, our book wrap-up thing where it's, like, But this is kind of just, like, overall, like, everything we've read, and then those book wrap-ups are kind of just, like, what we've read in that year, so. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, first question. So, the first question is a book you tell people is your favorite, so maybe it's not, like, your actual favorite book, but it's, like, if you've never met this person in your life, or it's, like, this person you're not super close to, and they're, like, oh, you like reading? What's your favorite book? Or it's, like, what you would tell your English teacher, you know? Yeah. And it's, like, a book that, like, still... (laughs) like encapsulates you in some way where it like shows enough personality Mm. but like not completely yeah so my favorite book that i tell everyone is pride and prejudice or Mm. the invisible life of addie larue pride and prejudice is usually what i tell teachers because i'm like oh look at me i'm a scholar (laughs) you know and then the invisible life it's like, ooh, Jane Austen, look at me, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, let's be honest, Jane Austen, yes, she's a classics writer, but she's literally writing YA for their oh, generation, yeah. for sure. Oh, so yeah. it's, like, it's I still mean, enough personality, you know? Yeah, I, like, like, she has, you know, she's done her thing, and she has the, in, she's had influence, and yeah. she's very, she is 
important you know like her writing is important during her time period so there is respect in that but you know the stuff that she writes is really funny and it's very like humor and snarky a lot of the time like her characters are very snarky so it's it's just very fun to read even it's like also kind of difficult for some people so it's like no, because when it people does hear it, make they're people like, ooh, Jane Austen. Yeah. But, like, let's be honest, it's literally rom-coms just for them. Yeah. But now we're reading it's it, like, you know? So Yeah, it's like, yeah, because I remember when I first read it, I was like, Pride and Prejudice. I thought it was going to be like a, oh, I thought it was so going to be more of like a crime and mm. punishment type book where it's like no metaphorical, <laughs> philosophical. Like, it said Pride and Prejudice, so I'm just like, dang, there has to be like so much deeper meaning to this so i was like yeah and then you got a brooding mr darcy yeah (laughs) so (laughs) it's just like this girl who's super snarky and it's just like yeah yeah so very great book though yeah oh and addy larue very good too but Mm -hmm. i think we've already gushed about that book enough yeah yeah (laughs) Um, so, what I, I actually, the last time someone asked me what my favorite book was, I said Undetermined, but, um, upon, upon oh, further yeah. thinking, I would probably say Anne of Green Gables, because it is a, chi- like, it's not a children's children's book, but it is kind of, but, um, first of all, my name is, like, kind of inspired by Anne, so, you know. Derived Yeah, yeah from. derived from. <laughs> um, but, like. So I kind of I kind of feel like ownership over it a little, um, but also it's just like a really cute coming of age story. So, hmm. oh my gosh, Gilbert Blythe! No, literally, oh, yes. so oh, fine. Yeah. I actually so don't really good. like the Gilbert in and with an E, but I don't I, either. I like him. I think he's a cutie. he's cute. I guess, but there's this one. I feel like he. I don't know. I feel like he doesn't really encapsulate how I imagine Gilbert. There's this one um, yeah. adaptation. It's the one that my mom actually watched that made her, like, inspired. It's like Megan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking. It's yeah, like old and oh, he's so cute. But like, the scene. Oh, when, like, Diana's talking, to, and, and with an E, where she's like, bro, haven't you seen her letter that she gave you? Like, she poured her entire <gasps> oh, letter. Oh, yeah, she's like, what letter? And then he, he, and then he was like, what letter? D- what letter? Diana, what letter? And then they, like, ran to each other. Ah, so good. It was so cute. I love it. And yeah. then, like, that one dance scene where they were, like, dancing together. So cute. Yeah. Yes. I just, I just remember that one scene where she, like, accidentally got her friend Yeah, Diana. It was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one was so funny. But it's just, like, it's such a cute book. And yeah. it's really lighthearted. Yeah. And it's, like, heartwarming. So it's, like... I remembered Anya gave it for me for my birthday, like, back in elementary school. And I was, like, oh, a book? Like, at first I was, like, oh, yeah, the cover's pretty. But I was, like, oh, this book. Like, I tried reading it, and I literally couldn't understand it. <laughs> like, I could not understand. Or, like, maybe I didn't try hard enough. But I don't know. I was just, yeah. like, oh. But then once I, like, actually read it, I was, like, dang, this is actually such a good Yeah, it's book. really it's cute. Like, so it's good. just, like, wholesome. So cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So... Uh, mine is not wholesome (laughs) i like yeah mine is the opposite of wholesome so i put secret history of course yeah i think i think i've like talked too much about this book that like yeah i feel like i don't really have much more to say like it's great i have a blog post about it go check out Mm -hmm. our link tree go check out our link tree for my blog if you guys go want to see that but love secret history i used to say pride and prejudice and then sometimes sometimes i would say like great gatsby to some oh yeah great gatsby is so good yeah i would say great gatsby but then i'm like oh i don't want to seem basic (laughs) if i say i feel like every person who's read great gatsby would say their favorite is it's just such a man thing to do you know exactly every single guy like it's not even like it's not even like oh everyone it's just every single guy would no, say great my Gatsby. brother doesn't read he used to when he was younger he read a ton like he read like the infernal devices and all that mm-hmm. but he for his college apps he said great gatsby was his favorite book my like, my brother did oh that my god too. i know i know we <laughs> about this. yeah oh uh, my yeah. college app i actually wrote about alice in wonderland oh, cute oh character yeah okay 
next we have a book that is your guilty pleasure so this is like the book that makes you happy kick your feet it's like a cute little book but it's also a book that you would never tell someone that you love because it's like it's like a tad embarrassing you know like yeah so the book that i said was the cheat sheet which is basically about this girl and this boy and they've been like best friends since high school the girl's a ballerina and the boy's like this super famous like football player and so they're like best friends but obviously they loved each other the entire time it's so obvious but it never really worked out because one of them was always dating someone else and like all that stuff and so it's like so a right person wrong time yeah thing. it's mm. so cliche it reminds me of love rosie and all that because they like it's so obvious they love each other but one of them's always in a relationship or something and then like it's like the guy loves her so much and it's so cute and it's like fake dating and all that stuff and like look at the cover and you know so check out our episode mm-hmm. for the cheat sheet so for me i put every summer after which we've actually discussed this before, how it's, like, literally a ripoff of Love and Other Words, um, which is ironic because Love and Other Words <laughs> is, like, also one of my favorites. So it's, like, wow, you like the off-brand version. And also, like, there's literally a whole, like, side plot that's, like, low-key problematic, like, cheating. So... Yeah. I don't know, like, it's just... It's, like, the ending. It's not oh. a book that's, like, bad, but I would, I would not... If I told someone that I liked it, I feel I would be like, oh my god, that doesn't reflect me as a reader. Like, that's not who I am. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just like, it's just that ending is just, yeah. you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, I remember when I read it, I was just like, oh my god, this is so good. And I got to that part and I was like, no, it was so good. I was obsessed yeah. with that book. But then like, like I thought it was better than Love and Other Words, but then I reread Love and Other Words yeah. and I took that back. But like I thought <laughs> I it was like, such a that one. Yeah, it was just such a good like energy and like the environment, the setting was all amazing. So yeah. Okay, so for me, like I don't really, I don't think it's like I'm guilty about this one, but I put Heartstopper just because like every time I tell someone like oh I love Heartstopper, they're kind of just like like oh you know what i'm saying because it's like it's like seems kind of childish ish it's also like a graphic novel so i'm like oh i love heartstopper and they're like oh and then they kind of like it's a great series like i love it it's really cute and wholesome but it's just like there's not like that to it you know yeah there's like there's like i mean there is a lot of like darker themes that they cover but it's just like i don't know it's not yeah yeah, and, like, after the TV show, then it's just, like, oh, like, you only read it because it's, like, a show. Yeah. Oh, well, to be fair, I only well, read yeah, it because of the show. But. You also <laughs> likes the show, so. But, yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. the show, so. Yeah. Next, we have not really a recommendation, but, like, oh, well. It's, like, a book that everyone loved that you didn't. So, it's, like, oh, this book is, has a lot of hype on TikTok, but, like, it wasn't that good. And I'm low-key, like, out of the three of us, I read a ton of trashy TikTok books because I want to give it a chance. And sometimes they come out really good. Like, Cheat Sheet, I read because of TikTok. Wait, why didn't obviously you put a single either. Colleen Hoover book? Why didn't you put, like, November 9 or, like, Ugly Love? Because that's too basic. Okay, okay. That's too basic. Yeah. Heavy. I, gotta I be feel like we different. could just say all of yeah. Colleen Hoover. Oh, yeah. So, like, honest. all of Colleen Hoover, except for, like, All Your Perfects, Reminders of Him, and, like, <laughs> that's it. Those are I didn't really like those. Really? Me, personally, though. Yeah. Me, personally. I, I just... I didn't like Colleen Hoover, and then I also read the the uh i read the deal i didn't think it was awful but i didn't like it wasn't amazing it was very wapati but i didn't think it was awful mm. i think i gave it three stars but then i read the um the the third one i don't remember what it's called uh whatever the one about dean and ali that one was awful oh my gosh god awful <laughs> but the book that i said was shatter me and this is like technically a lie because i love shatter me when it came out like this was, like, me in my dystopian fantasy era. Like, I didn't get into rom-coms. All the TikTok girlies obsessing over it. Now, you weren't the OG. <laughs> I was the OG. It was still coming out when I read it. But the thing yeah. is, the first three books, I like them. They're, like, pretty good. And, like, it's a fine series, obviously. I don't th- I don't understand why it's getting so hyped up now, because I don't think it's that good. Like, I don't think it's anything amazing. I think people just really like yeah. Aaron Warner. I was about to say, like, because oh. his quotes. But, like, it makes sense. 
but anyways aaron Warner, literally the ideal man he calls her love all that stuff and then also it's like dystopian all that's st- and it's like fantasy-ish so that's really fun my favorite yeah. character of it all was kenji actually i didn't really care about aaron that much i cared more about kenji the issue with shatter me though is the last three books are awful like i don't think anyone should read the last three books i think they should just focus on the first three because the last three were just so obviously like a money ploy because it was supposed to end at the third book it was like a cliffhanger ending but it was supposed to end technically but then she kept going and then it was she's just still going now right she's just still going i think she's doing a bunch of novellas and stuff but she has written like other books like they're pretty good too but she's like it just wasn't that good. Like, it wasn't thought out. She was, like, the whole thing was, like, everything was a lie, actually. And that just didn't really hit for me. And so then I never even finished the series because I think it went downhill. And I did not. Like, I think my least favorite by far was Defy Me. So. Oh, yeah. I remember you mentioning that one, that you hated that one. Yeah. It's just, like, it was, yeah. like, even more of a lie and, like, bad. And I was, like, yeah, this is not it. So. Yeah. I tried reading the first one. I think I like finished the first chapter, and I was like, eh. I don't know. I feel like I've kind it's of just so grown YA. out of YA. Yeah, I yeah. feel like I've grown out of YA now. I mean, like, not that it's bad. It's just that like, I it's don't like, really find it interesting anymore. It's twenty sixteen. Yeah, era, like completely. Yeah, like it just it's giving too much of Shadowhunters. It's giving too much of like maze runner yeah hunger games wa- like wants to be hunger games like type thing yeah i mean like dystopian is its own genre but like i don't know that dystopian like, era was i feel insane. like dystopian yeah i feel like dystopian has done its time and it's like divergent uh, yeah. people literally made the world yikes yeah. it was yikes <laughs> we have a whole episode on how much we hated divergent. yeah that was one of our yeah. early episodes too so that was our baby episode. Yeah. Don't actually listen to it. We'll, like, go listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, a book that I put... Honestly, I'm very indifferent about this. It's called Not Here to Be Liked. And so, basically, I think the issue is that the cover is so cute. But then... I literally bought the book and I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the author literally, like, didn't she comment? Oh, yeah she like said something and then i like respond to her i was like oh my gosh i love you so much and then she goes to me <gasps> damn <laughs> okay well here's the thing yeah <laughs> i don't think it was a bad book but it was like it was this girl she was like running for president or something and then she started like a feminist movement and then this guy was like her opponent in the like running for the position and then they like fell in love or whatever and i was like this is really high school like i don't know it's like wants to be academic yeah and it was trying trying to be be woke because it was like oh feminist movement like girls can do anything and i was like that's true but like i don't know (laughs) i wasn't i didn't read this for that I mean, that's, like, the purpose of the book. It's supposed to be, like, making fun of, like, super fem... Because it was so obvious that the guy was not misogynistic and the yeah. whole thing was, like, not misogyny at all. And she was trying to make it a whole feminist thing. So that's, like, the whole thing of not here to be liked. It's, like, she's supposed to be an unlikable character. But it went to this part where it was, like, she's a little too unlikable yeah. and I can't stand her and I can't keep reading, mm-hmm. you yeah, know? It's just, like, I think, I don't know. So. It has, like, 3.9 something on Goodreads, I think. So I was, like, you know... I guess people like it. Yeah. Yeah. So, for me, I put normal people. And so I feel like every time I'm on TikTok, like, I see people like it. I know Steph Boer. Is this her favorite book? It's her favorite book. Yeah, so I feel like, you know, Steph, if you're listening. (laughs) We're sorry. No hate. Okay, no, but but she's so justified for liking it because Taylor Swift likes it, too. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like like the reason I had such high expectations for it was because Taylor likes it. And she, would like, recommended it. So I was just like, okay. And I feel like other people also really love it because of Taylor. But I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I didn't like it. And I didn't... 
I thought it was really boring. The thing is, we're also, so. like, pretty young. Because it, it, like, takes over the course of, like, a yeah. really long time. Because it's, like, after yeah. high school. It's, like, during yeah. high school and then, like, after high school. So it's, like, I don't know. Maybe I don't get it. Maybe I will in, like, a few years. Yeah. Yeah. You're just not the target but, age demographic. Yeah. I'm definitely not. So I was just, like, eh. Like, maybe I don't get it. So. <laughs> yeah. So next is a book you read the fastest. Mine is Upside of <laughs> Falling, which is actually a book that came from Wattpad. Yay! Yay! Okay. It's just, like, one of those super cliche books where it was, like, this football player and this girl who liked reading. And then I think this was one of the first fake dating books I've ever read. Like, this was, like, before all the super, like, tropey TikTok books I read. Well, I thought not even, like, Laura Jean one. No, no, no. Like, pe- like, bef- like oh yeah no, like after that like it was like the start of like mm-hmm. my romance era you know and mm-hmm. like i was obsessed with upside of falling it was such like i was so into it now looking back on it it wasn't that good it was i think mm-hmm. it was mainly because i've never really read a ton of romance and so like that was the era i think it was i don't know i think it's like cute and like it it knew what it like it wasn't trying to be any more than it is you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. it's like, like it knew what it was supposed to be yeah and brett is so wholesome like mm-hmm. i know all i read i think before then was like super toxic like male characters mm-hmm. like bad boy with a sad back <laughs> with like will herndale and all that stuff and then and, all like, of a sudden i read this super golden retriever like sweetheart of a boy and like upside of falling i was like taken aback i was like oh my gosh is this what what healthy relationships look like is this what's supposed to be <laughs> and so then i became obsessed with brett and then we yeah. also like read it during i think it that just like opened your eyes yeah we read it during like quarantine so we were also like touch starved of like literally any social interaction yeah we were deprived so <laughs> yeah. yeah i thought it was really yeah, it cute. Was cute so it was cute that like her mom had a bakery yeah. Yeah. Um. On a very not cute aspect, I said the fastest book, the book that I read the fastest, not the fastest book, the book mm-hmm. that I read the fastest was Verity, which basically what happened was Doris was reading it like the day before or something, and Doris was like, oh my god, Anya, you gotta read this. So I was like, you know what? I will. Because I was yeah, terrified. So I was like, you know what? I will. <laughs> and then I read it, and it was so addicting so i read it in like two sittings because i was like oh my god like it's a scary book so it's terrifying oh my god literally no i was was afraid to wash my face oh my god like yeah it was was unwell Oh my gosh. Like, I don't know. I remember when I read it, I was like, what? Yeah, I know, because I would, I would like, debate between, like, do I want, like, every time it switched, like, to past to present, I'd be like, do I want to read it or not? Because, like, I'm scared for both. Like, because, it's just like, to me, because I think I read, oh yeah, I read It Ends With Us before, so it's just like, I, I don't know, I didn't really know Colleen Hoover that well. I think Verity was, like, the second book I read by her. So, like, I thought it was going to be, like, a no. romance book, but, like, oh, bro. darker. But then going, and then I was hit with, like, I don't want to say anything, but just, like. Okay, so for me, I put Beach Read. And, like, the second I got into it, I was, like, I, like, flew through the entire thing. Because I was just, like, wow, this, I don't know. We already have an episode on Beach Read. So I don't I don't really want to say too much because like you guys should go listen to that episode. But amazing book and just anything by Emily Henry, I think I just speed through because I'm just like it's like really light. Well, it's not all lighthearted. <laughs> go watch our beach read episode. Yeah, we'll about it. trust us. Yeah, we'll it's walk you through it because it's not lighthearted. It's like the romance itself is cute, but like. Everything trauma. else is not. Everything trauma else is disguised trauma. as a rom com. No, because literally, exactly. like, so it's like the premise is completely unnecessary, but it happens anyways. Anyways, yeah. moving on is a book that you de- that you think deserves more hype. So it's like not super well known or whatever. It's not trending on TikTok or anything like that. So what we said was from Lukov with love. Well, no, what I said was from Lukov <laughs> with love because I. I like Mariana's Zapata books, I think. 
I usually give them all like four stars or something because they're super long. They're super slow burn. So mm. like relationships developed. But something about From Luca with Love just hits so much harder than the rest because it's about like figure skating like already so good because it's so cute and then also the main guy is just the sweetest ever and it's like they're they're like rivals and all that but then they have to work to learn like they have to learn to work together because they're skating as pairs yeah and so like you can see how their relationship develops and how much closer they become and it's so good it was so cute i read it when I had a quarantine in a room because everyone else in the house had COVID. Yeah. How exciting. But it was a very great time. It was a very great time regardless. Reading. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, like not, like I'm like shocked at how like not popular it is on TikTok. Like I've, I remember like every single time I would see like a TikTok about um, Tessa and Scott, I think. Mm-hmm. Like the figure skaters oh my gosh yeah Yeah. every single time i would see like a tiktok about them people in the comments are like from lukov with love or like blah 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 yeah like they would constantly say like from lukov with love so i was like huh but then like i wouldn't see like tiktoks itself about that book i would just say people like mentioning it from like the figure skating so i was just like huh like maybe it's not as like well known so yeah um, the book that I put was Life's Too Short by Abby Jimenez, or I don't know how to say her last name, but I've talked about this also a lot, so it's not, like, anything huge, it's just, like, a really wholesome rom-com, and it's, like, the quotes are so good, and, like, the main character has, like, um, ALS, which isn't, like, a super talked about disease, so it's also, like, oh, interesting, and it's just, like, It's so cute. Like, I've never seen a book rec for that on TikTok, so people should do that. (laughs) Okay. So for me, I've mentioned this memoir so many times, but uh, Know My Name, and it's really great memoir and content warning, of course, about sexual assault, so caution and, you know, like, warnings because it dives into like topics that the author herself has experienced but it is a really great memoir and I read it for my English class and it was really good and like I don't see like I don't I think it's because like many people on TikTok don't like maybe they don't read memoirs like for fun like I do because they're all like really traumatic and sad yeah but (laughs) like I don't think I've read a single memoir where it's happy because I don't yeah but um but yeah but i think it's a really great memoir and i feel like you know people should read more memoirs i think they're really insightful just to like it's just like really helpful to hear about other people and experience like it feels more real like like yeah like this is real instead of just like reading it through like reading these themes through fiction Mm -hmm. if that makes sense so yeah Next, we have a book you have reread the most. For me, it's People Me on Vacation. And this is because I have the book on my Kindle. And so then I have the Kindle app. And so now I have the book at my disposal whenever I want. And so whenever I'm bored at, like, I don't know, like a social event or, like, on the bus or something. So most of the time I'm playing word games. Love word yes. on Game Kitchen <laughs> and Wordscapes, my newest obsessions. Wordscapes? Like, yeah, no, it's rough. <laughs> Anyways, so obviously, like, I love those, but then, like, sometimes I read. And people who me me on vacation is usually my go-to because I have it on my phone already and I could just, like read different vacations and different scenes because it's like so many different perspectives with past and present and so I just reread it constantly and now I think I've reread it like five times because I just like keep on going back to it and it's so good because like we said before Emily Henry never misses yeah yes I know we said I remember like before this episode we were like we should not say Emily Henry yeah. book because we've given her too much promo but we just we can't like we yeah. have to yeah. she's have made to an impact on our lives so yeah. it's important she's changed yeah. my life she's changed real. my life so 
Um, I put love in other words, and honestly, I'm just not really a huge rereader in general. Like, my thing is, like, if I think about it too hard, I get stressed about how there's so many good books that I'll never get to read. And so, that really stresses mm-hmm. me out. But, love in other words, um, mm-hmm. I got the physical copy, and so I reread it, and then I annotated it. So, that was, like, another reread, kind of. And, like, occasionally, because it's just, like, on my desk, if I'm stressed, I, like just pull up like a chapter and I'm like oh my god this is so cute and then I just like put it away again but it's not like I don't like go out of my way to reread it but yeah yeah so for me I'm not like I'm the same with Anya like I don't reread books like I reread it like maybe at least once but like not multiple multiple times like I like so um I think there are several books that I've reread like once but um but this one book that I've I think I've probably read like eight times like it's actually really because I read it the first time on my own I read it a second time so I could go back and annotate it and I read it a third I read it so many times for like my I have a like I have this like writing club and like I I reread it all the time I like I made a presentation on it for like an English class and then I wrote an essay on it and then I also wrote an English assignment. Honestly, I reread it so many times. Wait, did I even say the name of the book? <laughs> you I don't did not. It. <laughs> it's on writing the memoir of the craft by Stephen King. And it's like, I think it is the type of book where it's like, it's really insightful every single time I reread it. Because it's like, I like find out more advice that he gives every single time. It's like, I read it the first time, but the second time I'm like, I pick it up again. So it's like really good for me to read but i love it so much (laughs) fun fact percy and uh every summer after actually read that book oh yeah oh yeah i was actually so shocked because i was like wow i can't believe none of you told me I think I was planning to, and then I forgot. Yeah, like, I don't remember why like I, I saw it. I because it was also that exact book, and I was like, <gasps> "Yeah, like I thought of you." Like yeah. I literally was like, "Oh my gosh, we need to tell Isabel to read this book now." <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I like audibly gasped in the library when I <laughs> got to that part. Yeah. Okay, next is a book that deserves all the hype it gets. So it's like pretty popular, and it deserves more hype. I said the Poppy War because. <laughs> literally that book is trauma so much trauma but it is so good and a lot of people on tiktok are obsessed with it they're like this is the best book i've ever read and that is so valid because i agree and so poppy war search up trigger warnings because it's actually really sad but it's about like um it's kind of like a retelling of like world war ii and like uh, the rape of Nanjing and like all that stuff and so it's super deep and then it's about a morally gray character like all, none of the characters in the book are actually good people mm-hmm. it's very like secret history in that aspect mm-hmm. and so you can like see all that the writing is absolutely phenomenal like rf kwong knows what she's doing and it's just so good and apparently the next two books are like just as good because it's a trilogy and she also recently wrote babel which i also heard is amazing so she's coming out with another one called like yellow i think yeah 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 like she can do absolutely no wrong and she's so talented (laughs) yeah i actually i actually started the book when i was on the train today (gasps) oh my god yeah i got to the part i got to the part where she got into the academy so yeah yeah i can't wait to like finish it now (laughs) yeah um the book i put is a good girl's guide to murder and of course we've talked about all three books we've talked about her new book but um holly jackson just i don't know she eats like we did not talk about her new book okay Uh, we read her new book (laughs) my bad um so we read her new book too and so it's just like the way she foreshadows is insane and the first book especially Mm -hmm. i think is such a good introduction to the rest of the series because it's just like it's like this one situation but then you can tell how it like grows from there and like i don't know like a lot i a lot of people on tiktok recommend it and I don't think I've ever seen, like, a lot of, like, complaints about it. Like, if, if horror is... Or not horror. If, like... I guess it's, like, psychological thriller. 
Yeah, if that's not your more. style. Yeah, I think it's more, like, crime. Yeah, mystery. if that's not your style, then it's, like, fair to just like it. But I don't think anyone who actually likes that stuff is like, ugh, this is such a bad book. Like, I don't... Yeah, I think I think it deserves the hype. And it's, like, a good yeah. intro to, like, reading, yeah. I guess. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know, my friend, like, she loved that book. So, like, I think she said that it was, like, her favorite series. So, like, mm-hmm. it's a really good series to, like, start with if you want to get into reading. And it's, like, also just, like, getting into the mystery mm-hmm. genre. Because, like, sometimes taking on, like, a whole Agatha Christie book is, like, kind of daunting. But it's just, like, it's a really, like, I love mystery. It is, like, my favorite genre, I, even though I don't read too much of it. But I think, like, um, A Good Girl's Got to Murder is, like, a really great, like, YA mystery mm-hmm. book. So. Yeah. Very good. For me, I put Evelyn Hugo. And if you guys have been on Book Talk, you have most likely heard of this book. Oh, for it sure. Is, it's yeah, everywhere. Like, exactly. Like, even if you aren't on Book Talk and you just, like, if you just, like, casually read, you've at least, like, seen this book or, like, heard of it, maybe. Heard of the author, like, Taylor yeah. Jenkins Reid, maybe. But it's so, I don't know, I feel like it deserves the hype. Because it's just, it's so good. Like, I feel like people who want to get into reading should pick mm-hmm. this book up. Like, it's so good. So, mm-hmm. we have a whole episode on it, so you guys can, like, hear us gushing about it, like, in that episode. But I feel like, like, Evelyn Hugo's, like, one of the first books I always, like, one of the first books, like, I always, like, recommend to someone. I think that's, like, the next question, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, what's a book you usually recommend when someone asks? So, this is, like, usually it's, like, someone who doesn't read a ton. And, like, just typically I'm, like, oh, what do you like to read? Usually it's romance for me. Because, like, I'm, like, pretty vocal about how I'm obsessed with, like, cute tropes and all that stuff. Or, like, if it's a person at school, then I have to be, like, mm-hmm. I guess you could read, like, The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. But, like, most of the time it's like, romance. Yeah. <laughs> and so, what I usually say is love in other words. Because I think there's a lot of good parts into it that, like, caters to everyone's interests. And it has a ton of tropes that aren't, like, too overdone. So, after it, they can be like, oh, I like this part. And I can be like, oh, then you should read this, this, and this. You know? And then we can get into more niche interests. So, for love in other words, you can, like, you have, like, the friends to lovers. You have, like second chance romance you have right person wrong time kind of and then you also have like adorable quotes and like super cute scenes so i think it's super easy to get into and i think everyone will like at least enjoy some part of it you know like it's very hard to do wrong with that book um the book that i said is either daisy jones and the six or malibu rising which this is where the tjr um obsession mm-hmm. starts to be evident but like so i know daisy jones and the six is like less loved by you two but i think for like the average like person that doesn't read or like wants to get into it it's just like so much it's just like tea it's just tea in a book you know yeah so it's like yeah. it's like oh my god you're just reading this book and you're they're they're literal interviews too like you're creating this entire world in your head through interviews i think that's crazy and then like it just feels like more real yeah. almost it's just like yeah people talking it's like feels like a transcript you know well i, I listen to the audiobook so it's like oh know. the audiobook is amazing because yeah. it's actual yes. people talking no when yeah. i first so, like, read it, it i was so like real. wait I was like, wait, is this an actual interview? Yeah, like, I Googled what? it. But then I, like, saw. I, like, I read the entire yeah. chapter. Like, I and I was so like, when real. does the book start? Yeah, me too. <laughs> like, it just, I don't know. It just felt, like, I love the uh-huh. format. I thought it was just yeah. so interesting. Like, it's and, all like, you get written so many in perspectives. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so then, good. like, I feel like it's, oh, yeah. sorry. Oh, in mm. relation to Daisy Jones and the Six, like, mm-hmm. also Malibu Rising. Like, this is the order I read it, so I would say I read it after Daisy Jones and the Six, but I think Malibu Rising is also so interesting because it's, like, family dynamics, and it's, like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think read Evelyn yeah. Hugo before Malibu, to be honest. Because, like, there is I a think Evelyn Hugo from first. Evelyn Hugo. 
for everything. Yeah. Because yeah. it's also, that's like her most like, well-known like anyways. So it's like, then you at least have yeah. an idea. My friend, my friend actually read Malibu Rising before Evelyn Hugo. Ooh. And I think she said she liked Evelyn Hugo more. Mm. I don't remember. But, yeah, but she, because, like, I think the reason she read it before was because her library book did not arrive before, like, I think she got Malibu Rising before, but she was like, oh, should I read it right now? And I was like, you don't really need to, like, know the stuff from Evelyn Hugo to read Malibu Rising, but it's just, like, you kind of get more insight on Mick Reva, who is the yeah. I will say though, like characters in I want to reread Seven Husbands because now that I know all the characters in the universe, it's like I feel like the names are gonna stand out to me more. Yeah, yeah. It's actually like because um, it's actually so interesting because um, I was rereading Evelyn Hugo because I was annotating it for my friend, and it's just like it's just like the book just like hits. More, I need to honestly. read it again because I think it was overhyped so when I first read because I like really built it up in my head mm-hmm. and then when I read it I was like eh, it's good but like it's probably really good I just didn't see it I don't know because so. I thought like I thought it was like so hyped up and I've like once I read it, I was like yeah I get why it was so good so yeah so for me I put Addie LaRue and like I feel like uh, for people, who, I feel like this is such a more, like, easy, well, yeah, kind of easier book to get into. And it's, like, still really interesting. It's, like, it's like you get the lightheartedness of the romance novel, but you also get, like, the angsty stuff at the end. So I feel like, I feel like it can still be, like, a book that multiple people enjoy. Because I have friends, like, I have friends who like rom-coms. Actually, no, most of my <laughs> friends don't like rom-coms. But, like, they still, like, one of my friends still really enjoy it, but my other friend, like, hates rom-coms so i feel Uh, like this book yeah so it's like this book is kind of like like she like my friend really likes rom like okay she doesn't hate them but it's more of like she thinks it's too cheesy sometimes which it is and like she can't really get into like if it's so cringy that's fair type rom-coms but like Addie LaRue like i like i would keep telling her to read it and like she is interested in it because it's like the whole like immortality concept and like stuff and it is like a romance book so it's like really interesting it's also historical fiction too so like i feel like it's pretty well-rounded of type book that like like just people in general can just enjoy reading it Mm -hmm. which is why i always mention that one first and i say and then there were none a lot to people because like most people, when I talk to them for recommendation, like, they never like romance. And they're never, ever the type to, like, like fantasy either. And they also don't really like YA. So it's just, like, they just, like, want a book to just enjoy. So I always say, and then there were none, because it's such a, like... It's, like, pretty easy to read if, like, for a high schooler. And it's, like also mystery novel so it's just like interesting and keeps you on edge and it is agatha christie book that is really good so yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's the like that's the book that i actually do want to read that like isabel keeps recommending and i'm yeah. just like uh yeah it's so it's so uh, good. i tried to look like, for it in the library and i couldn't find it i would let you borrow mine if you were not an hour away <laughs> yeah okay but yeah it's so good Next, we have a book you wish you could live in. So, I said the Infernal Devices because I literally would die. So, the Infernal Devices, it takes place in Victorian era England. And then not only that, it also has, like, the whole shadow hunter world. So, I could live in that. Not that I want to, like, be terrified of demons every single day. But, like, <laughs> imagine a world where I could see Will Herndale admire him from afar. Like, I'd have the baddest crush on him (laughs) and then like also hopefully this is like before gem like became a silent brother spoiler kind of but like before all that happened so then i could also admire both of them like are you joking i would die and then i could also wear cute ball gowns every day this was like the og book like this was my favorite series for the longest time ever and so i would absolutely like i would sell a limb I don't think I'd sell my soul, but I'd sell a limb to live in no, this universe. No, I would sell my soul. <laughs> Valid. <laughs> yeah. 
That is so fun. Um, again, TJR, um, I would want to live in, honestly, any of the books, but, like, I think, I think Carrie Soto actually covers the biggest time frame. Yeah. But, it's, like, again, I mean, we talked about this when we were making the list, but, like, if I actually lived in this world, I don't know if I'd be, like, obsessed with the celebrities and sports, but it's just, like, when I read Daisy Jones... And, like, in Carrie Soto, like, I really do feel like they're real people. And I want I want to hear the music made by Daisy Jones in The Six. Like, I want to hear it, you know? Yeah, like, that, I don't know, like, Daisy Jones felt, like, the most real mm-hmm. out of all of them. And Evelyn yeah. Hugo. Actually, no, I feel like they all feel very real. But yeah. it's just, like, other, I don't know, I feel like Malibu Rising felt the least real to me. But, um, but it's just, like, all the books felt so real. It's just, like... It's just so... Yeah. It's very good. I feel like it'd be really fun to, like, obsess over, like, a... Yeah. It's just, like, that's, like, pop culture. Mm -hmm. That's, like, what's going on. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like it would be so interesting. I feel like it would be so interesting, like, if we were living in that time frame. It's just, like, so much, like, tea and controversies behind them. It would be so interesting. No, but, like, think about that. Like, technically, we could live in that, like... Like, uh, like, um, Evelyn Hugo is, like, pretty heavily based on, like, uh, Marilyn Monroe. Like, a lot of the celebrities are based on, like, real-life people. So, if we were interested... Yeah, Daisy Jones was, like, based on a real band. Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. So, if, like, we're... Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. So, if we were really interested, technically, we live in that world. Like, it's not, like, fantasy where there's no way... We just have to have the interest. But it's like, it's just so like you have insight so many scandals. Scandals. Like, you yeah. have the words of the people involved. You know what? The Mick Riva of our world <gasps> is low-key Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Think about it. You're so right, except for... I, like, imagine Mick Riva to look... I don't know if we... Oh, we didn't do an episode. I was going to mention, like, if we ever did an episode, that Mick Reva just, he, like, the way I imagine Mick Reva is, like, what Alex Turner looks like. Oh, really? Like. Really? Yeah. I, like, imagine Alex, like, Mick Reva to look like Alex Turner. I don't see it, but slay. <laughs> really? I think I imagine yeah. him as, like, yeah, no, I don't see it at all. But, like, Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> is actually talented, but Mick Reva, apparently, I don't think he was super talented. So, but, like, low-key... He like I think it was is, just because he was cause... really hot. Or something. Yeah, and he had like humble yeah, beginnings but, like, and DiCaprio. stuff. I think. Yeah, but like Leonardo DiCaprio dating a nineteen-year-old right now—that's literally giving me that energy yikes. completely. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Okay, so for me, I put Alice in Wonderland, which is like one of my favorite like children's yeah. books ever. And I wrote a college essay about it. <laughs> so it's just so good. And I really love it. And I just, I don't know, I just really like the idea of, like, oh, the escape towards this, like, new world. And yeah. it's just, like, all wacky, crazy. And there's, like, tea parties. And <laughs> there's, like, the Queen of Hearts. But I just feel like it's such a, like, funny, interesting world to live in. And I don't know, because every single time I think of, like, the Ever After High yes. episode, where it's, like, the Wonderland ones, I'm just, like, oh. I just love those episodes so Oh, much. my gosh. I had the fattest crush on Alistair. Alistair. <sighs> he was my favorite. Oh, I love so him fun. so much. I, just, I love... And I just, I'm obsessed with anything Alice in Wonderland. I just, I love yeah. it so much. So, yeah. Yeah. Next, we have a book you thought you would hate, but you actually ended up loving. Mine was A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. Actually, I don't think I would have read the book at all if it wasn't for my friend. She, reco- she like, gave it to me for Christmas or something. And she was like, oh my gosh, we can read it together. Because she also bought the, she like bought the book for herself. And so I was like, that's so fun. We can read together and, like, it'll be so cute. And then I ended up, like, I didn't read it a lot for, like, a little bit. But then Anya read it and she was like, oh, it's really good. You should read it. And so then I read the entire thing in, like, probably, like, two days. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's amazing. And the reason, I didn't think I hate it. But, like, I never got into, like, Truly Devious or Mm. any of those books. So I didn't think I'd love it. And I never really liked mystery all that much. Except I'm really into true crime. 
but <laughs> I don't know. Which it just is interesting how much yeah. you guys love true crime but won't read mystery novels. I don't know. Like, that seems like a character <laughs> flaw. Like, I love mystery. Like, every single, um... I feel like uh, mystery is basically... I, eat I feel up. like I don't know because I think the thing about mystery and true crime is that true crime is like you're being told the crime happening, yeah. while mystery is like somebody's trying to mm-hmm. figure out the crime. So it's like I feel like there is yeah. that difference. I mean, no, I so. think the fun part of true crime is trying to figure out who did it. But oh, really? Because I, I feel like, know. like I feel like I don't know because I feel like every time I read a mystery novel, it's always like, it's always like the detective trying to figure out. Like, yeah. Sherlock Holmes, Truly Devious, like, Girl's Guide to Murder. So, but then there's, like, the few books that are so interesting where it's, like, the crime happening, like, and then there were none, and um, Five Survive is, like, another one where, like, the tri- crime I is happening. I need to read And Then There Were None. Maybe, I think it's I'm gonna so, get into uh, Agatha Christie era. You, oh, I my God. Into uh, it, it's gonna be You well. have no idea. I feel like, okay, to be fair, though, And Then There Were None is so good. I feel like every other Agatha Christie book is not gonna compare. Really? And Then There Were None is so good. Maybe I'll I feel like fit, every start other with, like, book... murder uh, on the Oriental Express or something. Oh, like that. that one is not nearly as good as. Yeah. I actually didn't really like that yeah. one, but. Oh, then I know. I that liked. One. Um, I like. Oh, I hated Death on the Nile, so don't mm-hmm. read that one. Um, there's also um, I liked the Death in the Clouds one. I liked, and then there were none. Obviously, I liked um, Crooked House. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are ones I would tell people to read. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so this is this is where I talk about a book I read in English class. So you know this is like a weird one. But it's Ender's Game by like Orson Scott Card or whatever. Um Yeah. Yeah, he's, very he's pretty problematic. But <laughs> his book, Ender's Game, I thought would be like really weird because it's like this little dude gets, like, shipped off to, like, training academy against, like, buggers. I honestly, I didn't even figure out what those were <laughs> until the very end. I was, it's like a yeah. space academy. But honestly, like, I didn't love it by any means. But I I thought it was really entertaining. I, like, didn't hate doing any projects about it. And, like, I wouldn't be mad if, like... I read if someone told me to like read it again. <laughs> okay, so for me, I put Archer's voice, and I like I don't know I didn't really know what I was even getting into, but I was just like I feel like this is gonna be like a Colleen Hoover mm. type beat that I would not enjoy, but I actually ended up enjoying it. So yeah, I don't know. There's just so many like aspects of it that I thought were so cute. Like so many quotes were just oh, oh so, so good. So, so good. we should do an episode on it like soon yeah. because like, yeah. oh, both me like, and Anya own it. I'm pretty sure. Like we both bought oh, it. Oh really? Yeah. <gasps> like that I could thought, be so good. I don't know. Like I think I was just in a really good mood when I read it because I rated it five stars. Oh, oh, really? Dang. Yeah, I rated it five stars. I was just like, I think I was in a really good mood when I read it. So, like, I don't know. I feel, I've been rating so many books five stars lately, but, um. Valid. It was, it's such, it was, like, such a cute, it was kind of cute. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of trauma yeah. in it as well, but. Yeah. Archer's Voice very... is one of those books. It's, like, pretty old, too. I think it came out in, like, 2016 or something. Like, it's not, like. The current books that come out that are more, like, you know, like, they're purposely trying to be a little traumatic. Like, Archer's voice came out pretty old, but, like, it stood the test of time. Because some of those 2016 yeah. books would not yeah. sit well these days. So, obviously, it's Archer's like, voice is great, though. I feel like, also, it's just, like, a good balance between the trauma and, like, the cute romance stuff. Yeah. I feel like there is that It's just, like, it's kind of, like, it an was innocent love story aside from the trauma part. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, like, refreshing. And, like, the self-discovery and all that stuff. It's, like, very good. <laughs> that one part where she was, like, I would like to learn your language. I was, like, Because ah! the whole thing anyway. with Archer's voice, by the way, if yes, people he haven't can't read talk. it. Yeah, he's, like, mute, so he can't, they, like, communicate through sign language. 
Next, the last question is a book you wish you could read for the first time. And this is like the thing I say about every book. Like that's how I try to convince people. Cause I was like, I I could give anything to be in your position right now and I could reread this book. Like you I still haven't read it. Read it. First day time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But like it's also the same thing with like movies. Like if I could rewatch like How to Train Your Dragon for the first time, or if I could I still watch- haven't watched that either. Yeah. <laughs> or like Avatar: The Way of Water, or like I don't know La La Land. Like I die mm-hmm. to watch it again for the first time. It'd be so oh, I good. I haven't watched <gasps> La La Land either. Isabel, no, La La Land is like I'll for you. Like, you're you listing. I'm just like it. I've never watched those. La La Land is like really? all of our aesthetics combined into one. No, I think you would really, really like. Oh my gosh, you've read it for a long time. It is. There's just like I'm assigning you ever this. Ever seen in my entire life? Oh, is it? It's it's not a happy ending. Oh, it isn't. No. Oh, go go watch it. Traumatizing ending. It. <laughs> it is so upsetting. Wait, La La Land. Wait, that sounds like I a... cried so much. I was literally I tears were really? streaming down I my face. Really? I thought La La. I thought La La Land was gonna be like a no! oh, cringy like musical. No, no, oh, no, it's no. not. It's like Titanic. It's so sad. No way. Yeah. Titanic actually broke my heart. Titanic. <laughs> I watched it with my friend recently in the movie theater for like the 25th oh, anniversary or whatever, and I watched yeah, it. Yeah, I Bro, life changing. I cried so I need much. To watch like, it. So many tears were just like constantly coming down my face, and I don't think I'm ever gonna I'm ever gonna recover from that because it wasn't even like me sobbing. Like me sobbing is a different type of tears. Me watching Titanic, where like you know the silent tears were not you're not even blinking and they're just keep streaming. That was me. <laughs> it was the roughest thing I've ever been through, and like I was in the movie theater, so I couldn't like cry Christ. I was literally just like sitting there trembling. I was like I had like I was talking to myself. I was like breathe Doris, breathe. You're going to get through this. <laughs> and I was like I could have watched Avatar the Way of Water for the second time instead. I went through this emotional trauma. But it was worth it. It was completely worth it. You guys should go watch Avatar it the second one actually was so sad. I cry- the end. No, I was I doing was fine and my friends yeah i, I was sobbing to... no and my mom was surprised when she saw me like sitting next to her and i was like literally in tears she was like what do you mean it wasn't even sad i was like did we watch that was my friend she was like i'm not she was like it wasn't that bad i'm like i was literally Are you sitting kidding? there like in shock i was like like tears kept on coming down my face i was like <laughs> and my mom was like what's even like it wasn't even sad. i was like oh my gosh anyways it was it was tragic. It was, yeah. it's so good, but also so tragic. Yeah. Back to this. A book I wish I could reread for the first time is The American oh, I don't even, Experiment. Oh, you didn't even say the title. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so good because, like, Lucas was just such a good guy who was written by a woman. Like, it's just so good. And they went through, like, a series of, like, fake dates that he planned. And every single one of those dates were so unique and so perfect. And I've never seen those dates. Like, you've seen, like, oh, let's go, like, to the park. Let's go on a walk. And they're, like, super cute or whatever. Like, you've seen those in romance books. These dates I've never seen in a romance book. And they're the cutest thing I've ever encountered and there's also like tropes and then like lucas is just such the he's the perfect most perfect guy ever the quotes are amazing and i love that book so much and so and i posted the annotations i took on the book on our instagram i saw i saw that yeah yeah i saw that and then now those annotations were so good i I saw them and i was like they're so pretty but you then, did. Thank you, thank you. Oh my gosh. But then also, um, we have I put Supernova, which is from the Renegade series, because when I read that book, I literally couldn't put it down. It was so much emotional trauma. And what I would give to read this one quote, spoiler if you haven't read it yet, it was like her like nickname was Nightmare. Like that's her like alter ego villain nickname. And so the guy was, like, it was, like, his journey to, like, try to kill her because he, like, it was, like, this whole situation. But then, like, secret identities, all that stuff. And so she was, like, when it was revealed that she was the person he was actively working against, she was, like, everyone has a nightmare. I guess I'm yours. And then later in the book, the quote, it was, like, everyone has a nightmare, but maybe I want you to be mine. What I would give to read that again for the first time, like, the fact that I still remember it so clearly... 
the book is amazing i literally cried it was like i was in distress afterwards i was like sitting there it was like ceilings moment where i was like none of it was real like how am i supposed to move on like i literally can't because i was so obsessed with renegades maybe i should read oh, the yeah. series you honestly should just reread yeah. the series no because honestly yeah. here's the thing but, when you have really bad memory sometimes rereading a book feels like the first time Yes. No, it is. Also, it didn't you re- didn't you read Renegades like two years ago, basically? No, but issues I reread. Like oh. I reread every single book twice already. <laughs> I was addicted. <laughs> so I remember like a good amount, but Loki, I could reread the entire thing again. I might. You have an excuse to reread it. Yeah, maybe catch me rereading the entire thing again, Loki. The book that I put. Go yeah, check out our episodes should. about it. <laughs> The book that I put is Clockwork Princess, which, if you've been here for a while, The Infernal Devices is, like, (laughs) our series. Like, that... It's the OG. Yeah, like, that probably is, like, one of the series that made this podcast happen. So... Yeah. I think that's, like, what got us together. It was, like, Shadowhunters. We were obsessed with And our hatred for Divergent. Oh, good. (laughs) Oh, period. That and Throne of yeah, Glass. Yeah, I, I haven't read Throne of Glass, read it, but anyways, but... Clockwork Princess, because, mm-hmm. first of all, the epilogue is literally devastating, but it's just, like, it has such a sentimental value, and, like, I read it a really long time ago when I was, like, young, so I was, like, I don't, I don't think I even understood, like, half of it. Like, I did, but I don't think I, I could have appreciated it more, and it's, like, ugh. I don't want to talk about the emotional trauma of that epilogue. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Especially being a Will girl and then, like, reading that. Yeah. Like, so much emotional trauma. I can't get over it. We have an episode on the Infernal Devices. Not on this book specifically, but yeah. on the whole series. So. Yeah. We might. I'll Like, I remembered... And like before, we were like, "Oh, we we'll just like re-record our like first few yeah, episodes." Yeah, we, we probably won't because do we don't remember enough detail. Yeah, yeah. that's so sad. Anyways, you probably you probably won't get a like an individual episode for each book, but oh wow. <laughs> so for me, I changed my answer, but I, it is a tale of two cities, and I read it I think two years ago. And, uh, it was, so many people hate on it, but I just, I, I loved it so much. Like, there's mm-hmm. just so many quotes. I just, also, I read it two years ago, so I, like, I don't have the same mindset mm-hmm. for, like, an- analyzing literature as I do now. And I just wished I read it, like, now because I feel like I would understand it so much more and I would appreciate it so much more. But, like, there is this quote where it's, like, you have been the last dream of my soul. I wish I I could reread it for the first time. Because literally... I think just in the Infernal Devices, it was, like, you have bewitched my... Wait, wait, is that... No, that's Pride and Prejudice, isn't it? Oh, it was. You have bewitched my heart and soul and blah, 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 blah. No, Infernal Devices, I think there's a quote that goes off of it. I think I know what you're talking about, but... Yeah. Well, keep going. I'll, like, I'll see if I can find yeah. it. If I don't, I don't. So, uh, um, oh, no, just, like, that quote is just so heart-wrenching because of the ending as well with that book. I don't, I don't want to say anything. I'm not even going to drop any character names. But uh, it was just so... I feel like I did not get to appreciate it because, like, I knew nothing about, like, the French Revolution as well. So I didn't really, like, understand any of, like, the political stuff that was, like, mentioned because mm-hmm. obviously Charles Dickens talks a lot about, like, hi- the hierarchy and, mm-hmm. like, social class. And he's, it's- like... That is, like, kind of his niche-ish, if mm-hmm. you could say. Like, that's his thing. So I feel like I didn't really get to appreciate the writing or like the book itself but uh it's just i just really love that quote and i really love like the story and the plot so i just wish i could have reread it or like read it for the first time 
Is it, you said I'm a good man, but I'm not that good of a man. I'm catastrophically in love with you. Or Oh, is it that one? Maybe. Or I, I was thinking are, of that one. Yeah, or we are all the pieces of what we remember. We hold in ourselves the hope and fears of those who love us. As long as there's love and memory, there's no true loss. I don't know. But, yeah, but it's the, I wish, or it's like, I wish you to know that you have been the last dream of my soul. And I was like... Literally, it cannot get more yeah, romantic. Anything with like dreams, like, souls, it really can't. like oh my god, yeah, I know. and like stars and all that stuff. Yeah, like, there's like yes, the Heights oh one, my god, though, I think like, about context, that all the time. The context of it, like the context of that quote, is so bad. But it's just like the quote standing alone is just so yeah. romantic. Or it's like whatever um, our souls are made of, his and oh, I forget the what the quote is. Yeah, what. Yeah, it's just like reading it in that context was like so weird, but it's just yeah. standing alone is just such a good quote. No, because like imagine but someone yeah. is so meant for you that your souls are, oh my god. I know. Yeah, because it's like you've been the last dream of my soul, and I was like, oh, you guys are meant to be together, oh. but it's obviously tragic, so. Oh, for, um... And Clockwork Prince, it's you are not the last dream of my soul. You are the first dream, the only dream I was ever able to stop my <gasps> stop from dreaming. You are the first dream of my soul. And from that dream, I hope, will come all other dreams a lifetime to <sighs> Was that Will? I think so, because that was, yeah. like, their thing. The a tale, a tale of Two Cities. That's oh it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am just so obsessed with that tale, A Tale of Two Cities quote. I just, I love it so much. I have it, like, on my uh, bookshelf. It's so good. I love it so much. Bro. Literally, nothing can get more romantic. Like, that is peak romance. No, that is peak romance. I think romance. I would literally, I wonder if I'm going to be obsessed with, like, a classic or whatever. Like, you are obsessed. And I'm yeah. going to get a quote like that tattooed to my body. Yes, I I will get that tattooed on my body. Actually, like I want to. It's just it's so. I want to get a Taylor Swift tattoo. (laughs) Really? I want a mirror ball Mm. tattoo. Oh, yeah. Or a piece. I I would love to have a Taylor Swift one. Steph Bower full circle moment. Steph Bower has a piece tattoo. It's like a little piece (gasps) sign on her finger. Oh, that's cute. Oh, so cute. I would want a rib cage. One, but I heard yeah, they. I heard yeah, they hurt. Those no like, fat. It's yeah. just bone. Yeah. Yeah. So, I would love to have a rib cage one though. I think that'd be so fun. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, I love um their whole devices and like the tale of two cities because they're like loosely yes. based off of each other. Yeah. You so guys need good. to read it. It's I need just... to read it, but like the yes. issue is right now I'm the age as Isabel was like the when she yeah. read it technically like when she was like oh I wish I didn't read it then I wish I read it now so maybe I'll like wait a little bit you know yeah like. Yeah, but don't read it for your English yeah. class. Yeah, no, I will not. I like, will not. Try, I don't know. Try and read it before you have it assigned as. I doubt you'll ever have it assigned because I feel like it's not the type of book you'll have assigned. Maybe you will. I don't know. No, I think but, we, in senior year you're supposed to read it technically in my hmm. school. But like, I don't think you read it anymore. Oh, sorry. Yeah. And so I need to learn about the French Revolution and then I'll read it. Yeah. Okay. Well, this was a super fun episode. We absolutely love you, Steph Bower, if you listened. (laughs) She probably didn't, but, like, that's okay. (laughs) We dedicate this episode to you. Keep doing what you're doing. And maybe one day, if she, like, releases more of these, like, little challenge things, we'll do another one because they're super fun. And, yeah. Hopefully you read some of these books. 